Hello and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, Team Santana. As always, I'm joined by Devil in Disguise, Hunter Van Lera. Bro, I wish. <laughs> as always, we are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics Down and Save in New York. Let's start off this show with some news. Hunter, hit me with that news. The Moon Knight news. So, uh, it says right here Oscar Isaac is in negotiations, but it seems like he got the part. But we're not going to say 100%. We were wrong last time. We were wrong last time. Well, that's because she didn't say anything until a couple weeks later. And Hollywood Reporter it. put that out first. Yeah, and we so. trust Hollywood Reporter for the most part. But, uh, you know, this is... people. Some people say it's confirmed. Some people say it's not. But Oscar Isaac is in, we'll say, negotiations yeah. to play Mark Spector for the Disney Plus Moon Knight series. And they just got a director this morning. It's okay. uh, Muhammad Diab. If I pronounce your name wrong, I apologize. From Clash. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. But, cool. Cool. Someone... Of color who would knows the um like Khonshu mythos probably. Khonshu's not like real. Ancient Egypt. No, I mean like ancient Egyptian myth. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully. I think Khonshu is the god moon god in Egyptian mythology though. I mean, we'll look it up after this. <laughs> probably, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But also like Oscar Isaac, uh, we talked about it before. It wasn't on the show, unfortunately. But um, I think Oscar Isaac is good to play the role, but he's a little too well known. That's what we're talking he's about. He's not well known. Yeah. He's a little too well known. Like if they got if they said if Tom Holland wasn't Spider Man and he no because Tom Holland's only for, known for Spider Man, um, let's say they got uh the guy who plays Eggsy Taron Egerton if they were like he's Moon Knight I'd be like he's been in like five or six different things and he's huge right now. My whole thing but Oscar is that, Isaac if he wasn't in Star Wars you wouldn't know who he was. He's been in like indie movies. My thing is that um and then I think in Apocalypse he was blue. Yeah, so he I mean count. that's what he I, was Ivan Ooze. But my big thing is like I think Oscar Isaac not that. He's too old to play him. I think the problem is Oscar. Again, I do agree with you. He'd fit the cabbie role a lot. He'd fit the cabbie role pretty well, right? Um, Jake, I think. Jack Lockley. Yeah. Um, I think the problem I have with Oscar Isaac playing him is one: it is that whole I don't need star power behind the character. But I yeah, think look it, at Kamala and look at um, they just hired somebody for some other show who's like a newbie. I forget who it is though. The girl for Doctor Strange. Yes, they had her as yeah. well. She's new, ish. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, I think the biggest problem is that they're, they're relying on star power because he's not. Muna is not that well known a character. This is the first time they really. I think that's why they wanted to get someone for star power because right. they can like. You if you don't know who Moon Knight is, at least you know who Oscar Isaac right. is, and then you can like you'll watch the show because of him. It's a, it's a double. It makes sense. It is at least. Double, it, that's why the, Doctor Strange not a lot of people knew, but they knew Benedict Cumberbatch from Sherlock right. and from Imitation Game and stuff like that. Right. So getting him for that, sure. Right. The he star. wasn't that well known, at least to American audiences. No, he was well known in American audiences. I, I didn't know him until like, Doctor Strange, and then I saw. I his knew him before that. I knew him in Sherlock. I knew him. I knew who he, and I never watched Sherlock. I knew him. Because I knew him of from the, Sherlock, yes, but I didn't watch it, so I didn't like know right. who he was. But you knew, but the thing you still knew. I, I knew his him. face, right? Also, his face is a little like too heavy on the model side, where it's like unrealistically <laughs> he's, like he, abnormal. He's unrealistically sexy. Is that what yeah, he's unrealistically sexy. He's got like a <laughs> ooh, perfect face. <laughs> I'll show it's the grades. It's just a weird territory. <laughs> it's like the kid who plays um Red Hood in Titans. He's unrealistically attractive. He's got like the fucking model jawline, but then like if if I saw that kid walking by, I'd be like, yeah, weird face. But if I saw him walking down the runway, I'd be like, that guy's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. You know what I mean, though. I I get no, I do. I 100 do because there are there's I, a look to it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I really think the fact the the thing with um, awesome. Isaac taking over as Moon Knight or negotiate or if he doesn't get it, either way, I want him to get it because I like him and I he, like him I just, too. he deserves a better I, MCU role, but. It's star power. Yeah, it's star power. It's longevity. But like you said, it's because it's a not well known. It's not it's a, a well. It's not, it's not a known character. Right. Moon Knight is 
known no, enough, but he's, known, but he's, he's not known like, to us. In, in the yeah. comic community, he's known. If you went down the street and was like, hey, who's Moon Knight? Maybe if they they themselves or their children to watch the Spider-Man series. He's been in series, a couple shows or he's been in a couple games, but he he's was, not like huge. Right, he was in a few games here and there, but like if you really don't play those games or if you don't watch those... I first found out who he was through Ultimate Alliance. The PS3 version of the game had right. Moon Knight and Colossus added into the right. game. And that's when I, I was like, this guy looks awesome! Yeah. And then eventually I found out who he was down the line. Right. So that's my first introduction to Moon Knight. I feel like that's a lot of everybody's introduction to Moon Knight. Because even huge. if you didn't read the comics, you definitely played the games. Yeah, you, he also showed up in Web of Shadows yep. and every other Ultimate Alliance game. Except thing. for two. So that's the whole thing. So like him being introduced makes sense. But, again, it's Oscar Isaac, so you need that star power, especially if you're doing it for a, a television show. Yeah. So, it makes sense. So, I'll jump off that news with going back to your sexy, sexy Red Hood man. Uh, yeah, I think his name is Curran something. Look it up. We have phones. We do have phones. You read it. I'll look it up. I'm, I'll look up his name. I'm, yeah, come do the article. Anyway, we get the first look at Red Hood and the full reveal of Batwoman, uh, Ryan Wilder. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're in her, her new suit. Uh... In her news, in it's, her suit. I think it's Lavatia. I'm so sorry um, if I pronounced that wrong. But yeah, honestly, they both look really good. Eh, the suit looks good. I don't like her hair. It's not because it's black hair. It doesn't fit the costume. It's too curly and big. Well, that's her like, natural hair. Oh, that's actually nice natural hair. But again, not for the costume. Like, when you had the red wig on, I did it, not, made, it, no, so it looked bad, bad, but it makes sense besides the comic book because it wouldn't get in your way because it's not real hair. Real hair is more bouncy than wig hair. Wig hair is a little more still. Thing, so once you put on the red wig, her hair wouldn't get in her face. I know, I but think, with the big bushy hair, when she's fighting, people are just going to go... That's why you, That's why cops uh, are supposed to have short hair or put in, in buns oh, yeah. under the hat because perps can just yank their hair. Yeah, I know, I know. If the first fight she gets in, one of the bad guys doesn't pull her hair... I'm gonna be very surprised. That would be my think, first thing. I Boom. think my problem. I didn't like her behind the the first still because it looked so fake. Oh, with the wind. Yeah. yeah no, not even that one. The one with the still where she's the, her first reveal. Like it's her and she has the red straight wig on, and I'm like, and, I didn't even and see it's her with the just wig on. the cowl and nothing. Like you don't see. The I think they should below. give her red curly hair and make it straighter, like a like a straighter curl. Yeah. Down. I think the problem. Or just don't thing. give her red hair and give her a full cowl. I don't mind that. Uh, the full cows don't look good on certain people. I mean, it doesn't. The only reason why I know what you mean because it looks because they actually look like people and like in reality, <laughs> the problem with the cow because it looks so tight in reality, it doesn't look good. But I think the problem is, um, I didn't like her straight fake wig hair they gave her for the the BTS shoot, and I'm like that looks bad. And then mm-hmm. this one looks a lot better. And I oh, but I say this all. Oh, the I gotta time. see it in action. And that's the whole thing. BTS shoots or like or pro or. Promos or, or BTS uh, pictures don't do it justice at all. Except for the Red Hood costume. Yes. Goddamn! I know. <laughs> oh, his name is uh, Curran Walters. Okay, there Two you go. R's. Oh, by the way, I have my own Red Hood costume. The only thing I'm missing is the actual helmet. I so have it's a not full, a Red Hood costume. It's just a, I have it's a, just a full, leather jacket. <laughs> I, have a full, no, I have the full like setup. I went as Red Hood one year for Comic-Con. Like, I have the red domino mask and the black paint and everything. Dude, Curran Walters IMDb picture is that. <laughs> That makes sense. It's a behind-the-scenes video of him screaming. No, that's, that's the scene funny. when they were arresting him. Oh, I thought there was a camera in front of him. I thought no. it was behind-the-scenes. That's you screaming, Titans are here, motherfucker! Oh. <laughs> I gotta watch that show. It's so, next on the list after The Boys. Well, I gotta finish Flash, then it's The Boys, then it's Titans. What's, what's on HBO Max, and I'll watch it again. Well, HBO Max is easier. Yeah, it should be coming soon. Season 3 is coming uh, soon. pretty soon, so... But yeah, so we have the Red Hood announcement and the full reveal and Ryan's uh, outfit. Again, like, I like her outfit. I like how she looks. I... Uh, like I like the BT, I don't like the BTS stuff, but like this promo shot of her it looks good. I think the Red Hood one looks great, 
looks one of the so pitch, good. The costume the department pitches, on Titans is I don't know tier. which picture is real and which is a concept art. Cause one of them is supposed to be concept art. They both look like they were drawn. The one you sent me looks pretty real. The one I sent you is the actual like picture, I think. I just can't remember which one I sent you. The link to. You didn't send me a link. You sent it to me on Instagram. Oh, there. that's the that's the actual picture. That's yeah, actually, yeah, that, that looks really picture. good. Um, he has the hood and the mask. Yes, I like a which, lot. It's a combination like of a it's a combination. Of, it's, it's like the games and the comics yes, put together, which would make more sense if he's yeah. going rogue. Yeah. Um, and for everyone that's com- complaining about, oh, well, Jason didn't die in season, you don't. Maybe he'll die it. in episode one. Also, you don't need Jason to die become Red Hood. The Red he Hood just has thing, to rebel. Yeah, it's just a re- it's a rebellion thing. It's because plus the the way that story is going. You can't really. Ki- I mean, you could easily kill him in episode one. Yeah, but that'd be but, like, you also can't. kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, it, I think Slade should have killed him. They were going to remember that's the whole scene where he fell out. Of, oh, you didn't watch it. I don't watch uh, it. He I fell, know some of the spoilers, He though. fell out of uh, Slade knocks him out of a window. But that's not. And there was going, he was going to die, but then Connor saves him. I think it would have been better if Slade stabs him. Or how about not doing that? Because no, the problem, the biggest problem people have is. Jason, the whole thing Everyone that dies. Jason, it's Jason <laughs> dying and then coming back as Red Hood, where this is actually a better idea because he's choosing to become Red Hood, not out of revenge to... So why would he go under the name Red Hood? Doesn't matter. In this timeline. Because Joker matter. doesn't kill him. Well, he doesn't really do it because Joker killed him. He did it... The reason why he takes... Because he wants to take back the name and he takes it a yeah, No, the reason why he takes the name Red Hood in the comics isn't because um, Joker killed him. It's because Batman hasn't killed Joker yet. By the time he comes back out of training with Talia and the, it's the last respect. Yeah, but why does he go under the name the guys of Red Hood? Because it, it's to make fun of Batman. I thought it was for to not make killing fun. Joker yet. Weird that he chose that. That's a stupid reason. I like the reason that I just came up with, where it's to turn the stop, to turn the name of Red Hood into something good. He was never supposed to be a good guy. That's the whole point. But then he was. So he, what is it? That's the whole what thing. Like Red Hood was never a good guy. That's the whole point. He was uh, never a good guy until like he was. Until like the story was like, oh, how are we? No, it was mid. To, it's probably New Fifty Two. No, it, no. Before that, they were trying. They were doing that. They wanted people to, liked him. They wanted to redeem Jason because they were like, oh, Jason. We'll turn Jason into an antihero instead of uh, a villain, and that's what Under the Red Hood was. Under the Red Hood was all about Jason's. Um, Attack on Batman, and he was a villain. And then they were like, "Oh, well, let's redeem him." So no, it was never to take the turn the name Red Hood good. It was to, it was to strike at Batman for it to remind him of his greatest failure. I would have just named myself the Joker to, then. Well, no, it's <laughs> never. It's because the man that killed me should be dead the moment I died. You should have gone after and killed him, but yeah, because but you never kill. did. It. Batman doesn't kill in quotes. Well, that's the whole point. We're supposed to be like, "Well, look who we got you." Now. That's what it is. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. But yeah, no, I like I like these a lot actually. I like the Red Hood one a lot more than the Batgirl, Batwoman one, but I want to see her in action. Yes, so do I. Once she's in action, I think she's going to look a lot better. But as of right now, I don't like how the hair is so big. Yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense. But as natural hair, noise. It's yeah. hard to get those curls. I know. But yeah, that's really the suit. And let's move on to our other DC news. Hunter, do you want to hit me up with that? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a short week, yeah. a short uh, news week. I tried looking up for more, but we didn't get much. It's really not much. So, Stargirl has cast its two villains for season two. Yes. Eclipso will be played by uh, Nick Tarabay from Spartacus. Yep. And Shade is going to be played by Jonathan Cake from The Desperate Housewives. He looks good. Also, by the way, they were both on um, CW shows beforehand. Really? Um, Nick Trabe was, um, Captain Boomerang. 
Really? On Flash, yeah. Interesting. And then Shade was on Legends as like a background oh, character. Dude. Like he was like Blackbeard in one of the episodes. Or it's, it's it's that way or the other way around. I can't remember which one, but that's what it is. I think Jonathan looks more like Captain Boomerang. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was Captain Boomerang on the show. And then I typed in Hakeem Wen though. I know. Because <laughs> when are they going to cast Hakeem? We may not see that. That may... Hakeem will probably be season three either, or end of season depending two. Depending on what they do now. It's really, well, because they teased it so hard in the first one. They just need Hakeem to walk into a room, take the pen, and leave. Yeah. Like he's studying because he's friends with the kid. Yeah. He's studying with the kid. He forgets his pen at home. The kid goes... Oh, my sister has a bunch of pens. Go grab one. Yeah. He walks into a room, we looks read. around, grabs the fucking pen, and goes, Hakeem Lunda! That's not how that works. He hits the button and says, <laughs> Dude, he I says know. the word so cool, and it's the trigger word to summon the He actual... probably sees the pen and goes, oh, this so is cool, because cool, it's pink or yeah, something. so cool. And then... And then... <laughs> yep. I can't wait. It's going to be cool. That's it. He better show up right at the end. I don't even... I, that'd be the next year's... Who are they going to cast him, though? I think it's going to be that kid from... Um, there's a Disney show called Game Changers where Keenan uh, yeah, uh, Kel, Kel came back as like back to acting. Yeah. Uh, the kid, I think his name was Peanut in the show. Uh, that kid's probably going to be Hakeem. He's uh, on the rise and I think he's a pretty good kid actor. Forget his name. I'll look him up while you chat up your opinions on this. No, I think of the... Ah! Oh, Jesus. I like that. I, and we called this last time when we talked about the Saw Girl episode um, that we knew that Eclipse was coming... Um, because the diamond at the end of the season. Well, we knew that. And, and Shade was coming because they actually introduced and him. they legit said, hey, it's Shade. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's my thing about it. I do like the fact I don't care. The whole thing with casting it, and sometimes I don't because I'm not really good with actors' names unless they're in a Marvel TV show or like a DC TV show. Mm-hmm. And even then, I still don't understand names very well. Um, oh, it's called Game Shakers. Either way. Um, and the kid's I think... name is Benjamin Flores Jr. And they called him Peanut in the show. Uh, this kid. He looks like a little... He's um, too young. No, that's an old picture. Oh. He is 2002. He's like 18 now. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. could easily... And he looks oh, yeah. young. He could easily be Hakeem. Yeah. He, I only thought of him because I, every time I see him in a show, I'm like, he's actually not a bad kid actor. Mm-mm. He's pretty good. So I would like him to do it. Yeah, especially at 18, he can play that... Or he can be Static Shock in the movie. Besides the the kid... They, they want the kid from Stranger Things, Caleb McCullough, to be him. You sent me that picture, right? Yeah, I sent you the picture yeah. of the fan art. I think yeah, the boss, boss logic. logic did it. Yeah. yeah. He looks good. Yeah. I was like, I'd like this kid or that kid to do it. But that's the whole thing. So you need a young kid, honestly, yeah. to be you, either one of them. You need... Especially you need a young kid for Hakeem because Stargirl herself is a young yeah. character. Yeah, well, she, in real life... Oh, she's 20-something. She's 20-something. Yeah. But she looks like she's fucking 15. Yeah, it's so She's a baby weird. face as well. It's so... I don't like it. She's short and she has a baby face. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> you were watching the show and you right before I started watching, you were like... Dude, it's weird that she looks so young. And I started watching it, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it is weird. Because we knew right? she was 21. Yeah. But seeing her play a 15-year-old, you're like, oh, that's Like, oh, so God, weird. you were definitely 15. Like, definitely, <laughs> that's one of those, I feel gross inside. That's so weird. Um, but I do like the fact that it, whoever they cast as Hakeem will have to be, like, either, like, uh, Breck Brasener's age, which is, like, a 20-something years old, but can play a lot younger. Yeah. Or whoever. Everyone the, in the show. Or basically. whoever plays Mike on the show. Uh, I'll find his name. The, um, the, the kid who plays Mike, like, his age. And it makes sense. Like, he could still do the same thing. I think he's only 15. I'm going to check. Um, but, um, yeah, I would uh, like... Some... He is born 2005. So he's like 17. Yeah. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so you can easily get... Yeah, the right. Uh, so we're back in the same spot. Yeah. We're back in the same spot. Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be fine. Because as long as they look young enough to play that, like, because he mm-hmm. has to be younger than um, Stargirl. He has to be younger than Stargirl. He has to be like Mike's age or in between Mike and Stargirl. Yeah. 
So, yeah, no, I actually, I think that'd be a cool idea. To get um, to do it. But, again, like, same thing going back to Shade and Eclipso. Um, I'm glad, again, they're not getting, like, these mega names to play the, on these roles. Yeah, like, like, it'd be cool. Even though they did get Joel McHale to be the original Starman, he's not the main character. He's no, just in it. And he's, and, and he's not that big. He's big yeah, for TV. He's, he's big for TV. TV, yes. He's a TV persona. He's a big and TV guy. So, with Community that, got him right up there. I know, right? The Great Indoors was pretty good, too. I did. Underrated. I, think I watched it. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. It was good. I, re- I forgot that show was a thing. Yeah, Christopher Mintz Plus was in it, too. It was a good show. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Any more news? I don't know. Anything you got? I think that was it for this week. Is it really? It's a really light week. It's a light week. It's, it's like the like it's, fifth week. It's fifth week. Oh, Sabrina season four comes out December thirty first, twenty twenty. So weird. So we were going to cover that this week, but but since it didn't come out, because we thought it was going to come out like ho- the week before early. Halloween, and then we'd watch it. You know, it. but then like COVID Halloween. delays probably edit uh, delay the editing and pro- pro- you know, production stuff. Like a Halloween show would. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily we have this. So, yes, which was awesome. Like we said at the be- top of the episode, I think we said it. Um, we we're covering Hellstrom today. We actually didn't say it this time. Well, you, you called me your devilishly, your devil in disguise. Yes, so. so Hellstrom, the TV series that came out two and a half weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, came out on blah, 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 October 16th, 2020. So we gave you about a week and a half, two weeks to watch it. Yes. So what we do is normally when you do spoiler cast, guys, you guys know this, this is your first episode. What we do is we break down the series, we talk about some cool stuff that we liked about it, stuff we didn't like about it, and speculation about next season, some cool Easter eggs. We go into full spoiler territory, but first, let me start off, and we will talk about some comic book part of it, and then we will go forward. Talk about the show. Because Hunter and me have never read the comic book. I, I know who Damien is. We I haven't read the original I mean, stuff. Because there is no direct adaptation no, of he, this series. Oh, yeah, no, because we found out last yes. week, I think, that um it was actually taken from one panel, which I'll post up on one of the social medias yeah. later. It came from one panel of Damien reading a note of reading a book about his family and crying or yes. something. Um, there's more to it than just yeah, that. Obviously. They do bring but it's based off things, like one like thing. And we were telling you about the, when you texted me yesterday about the, like, who's yeah. at the end. It does tie into all the books. I and- figured it was that, but I was like, but is it though? Like, what are they teasing here? And why, like, because, like, they introduced the, the character with, we'll with, with the other guy, and I'm like, so they adopted? No. And then it's like, oh no, you told him that was your name. And I was like, we'll get to It was only a month. They did like six months later. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Whatever. Remember, she's a demon. And I, we'll get to One that. month in we'll mind trickery. I don't know, man. It was weird. Anyway, so because Damien, this isn't based on a direct TV show, we're just going to, I was going to break down Damien as a character. And Satana. Yes, and Satana. So Damien himself, it's a little background, publication history, because the way he is in the show is very much the way he is in the comics. For the most part. Um, except for, At least nowadays. Except for the design look. That's the only really the difference. Uh, he kind of looks like the new design, but he has hair. Yeah. In the new design, he's bald, bald. with the goatee, but he and still wears like modern-ish he's, clothes. But he's more demonic. The, he's more yeah. demonic now. In the comics, the appearance of the comics. Because, like, if you look at his face, it's more demonic. Oh, not not but in uh, Strange Academy. In um, Ghost Rider, yeah. Ghost Strange Rider Academy, he was, he, he yeah. was in Avengers. And in Strange Academy, he looks a little more human, probably because yes. he's around kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, encouraged by the successes of the titles like Ghost Rider and Team of Dracula, Team of Dracula, both of which started a starter called Characters, Stanley proposed a series starring Satan to be titled The Mark of Satan. Editor Rob Thomas had uh, reservations about this idea and suggested a series focusing on the son of Satan instead. Due to an oversight, the Walker Satan is mentioned in a blurb in Ghost Rider number one. Cool. By the way, he did appear in Ghost Rider number one. <laughs> Damien Hellstrom appears in Ghost Rider number one in September 1973. Makes sense. According to Thomas, Lee approved the idea and Gary Fred- uh, Frederick and Herb Trimpret. T-R-I-M-P-E. Trimp? Trimp? I have no idea, whatever. Anyway, 
We're assigned to tasking the designer character. Harrow Trip denies this, claiming Frederick alone designed Hel Damien Hellstrom and only brought him on in as an artist as the character is fully realized. I think it would be Trimpe. Yes. The character Damien Hellstrom first appeared in Ghost Rider number one, as I said, then spun off to feature soul uh into spun off into a feature Son of Satan and Marvel Spotlight 12 through 24, October 1973 to October 1975. During this during Son of Satan run, Marvel Spotlight was a controversial series with numerous readers writing to object object to the depictions of Satanism and Wiccanism as either inaccurate or furthering the cause of evil. Nonetheless, the sales are strong, prompting Marvel to launch the character into his own series, Son of Satan, written, written by John Warner. The character's success faded soon after the series launch, and Son of Satan was cancelled with issue 7, Oof. though an uh, unused uh, fill-in issue was published, published as Son of, Son of Satan number 8 of 1977. So that was, other than that, He's been back and forth with other things like Spirits series. of Vengeance, Midnight Suns. Spirits of Vengeance, Midnight Suns. His last uh, major series he was in, it was 1993, Hellstrom, Prince of Lies. That's uh, a nice title. And that's, uh, that's why they changed the spelling of it as Hellstorm instead of Hellstrom. Because how you spell it is S-T... It's Hellstrom, it's, it's Strom, not Storm. It's S-T-R-O-M. Yeah, Hellstrom. they split in the, the new series, the 1993 series, Prince of Hellstorm. I remember his name being Hellstorm, and they changed it, and I was it's like, "Now I'm pronouncing it wrong." It was always Hellstrom. It was always Hellstrom. Yeah, and now they're like Hellstorm, and I'm like, "And like Hellstorm." I'm like, "No, that makes no sense." Anyway, <laughs> um, that was Damien's persona. His abilities are Dark Magic user. He's fire protection. The ability here all his peak human physical condition. That's the fun part of it. And then you have his sister Anna, who uh, appears uh, first appeared in Vampire Tales number two in 1973. She is a demon human hybrid. She also has the same powers: magic, fire. Maybe abilities absorb souls, engage faith by touching weapons that kill people. Uh, she was uh, she renamed Anna for the TV show, but her real name is Santana. Uh, she was created by Roy Thomas and John Romita Sr. Uh, she appeared on regular characters in Thunderbolts uh, in Thunderbolts since 19, issue 155 and remained on team and then one transitioned to Dark Avengers in uh, with issue 175. That's really a publication history. That's yeah, really she was just more. around for a bit, and then like she's been dipping. She's been in other books. She's in Ghost Rider, uh, uh, Doctor Strange for Ghost a bit. Rider. She's been in Hell. She's been in Hell. Um, uh, so I'm saying she's been in Midnight Sun. She was in Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange she's run. In, yes, with Black this magic. Yes, she's been in a bunch of things. Uh, and of she course, was she was in, in the series. Her most prominent book that she was in was Witches, which was I forgot which. It was her. There's three people because like the cover kind of uh, sounds like her Nico. And oh no, her. it's um, Kale, uh, Jennifer Kale, Topaz, and uh, uh, Satana Hellstrom. <sighs> Don't know the other two. Jennifer Kale all. is Ghost Rider from Ghost Rider. She's one of the Kale family. That's where the Spirit of Avengers actually bonds to. She's one of the Ghost Riders. No, she herself is not a Ghost Rider. Oh, sorry, I meant to tell this for news. There, um, there is a Ghost new Ghost Rider series coming out in uh, uh, 2021. After King of Black. That's going to be actually bait. It's called uh, the Demon Rider. Sorceress Supreme. It's about the girl, the the woman that was uh, Demon Rider, Sorceress Supreme. Yep, it's actually based on the character they introduced in uh, Doctor Strange, Sorceress Supreme. She was the uh, Native American. She was uh, Spirit of Vengeance and the Sorceress Supreme. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, is it gonna be written by Taboo? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm kind of excited. That's what I'm to... <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, that's the other bit of news I meant to bring up before Marvel put it on the website. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, other than that, she did that. And that's really it. She was in Howling Commandos for a little bit. The problem with uh, uh, Satana is that she ends up always kind of being like a background character or a foil to Damien's story. For the most part. But again, she's also not the kind of cold-hearted kind of bitch she is in the show. Well, that's because of her backstory in the show. It's actually a lot better in the show. Oh, uh, yeah, because her backstory in the book is she's the daughter of Satan. 
Yeah. Or a demon. Or or a demon. Right. Never really cause, again, Satan's never talked about it's never realized in the comics. It's yeah, always because it's Mephisto maybe sometimes. Mephisto, whoever it's always some sort of Black other Heart demon. every once in a while. Yeah. It's like okay. So Alright. I talked about my publication history. Hunter hit me with Let's some talk sh- about the show. Whoa. So Hellstrom is an American streaming television series created for Hulu by Paul Zabeski. Yes. key Sorry. Based on Marvel comic characters, Damon and Satana Hellstrom. Yeah. Uh, which is spelled with two L's in the character name, but one L in the show name. Yes. It tells a standalone story within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which ties to Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. Yes, and the one thing that ties them all together is the... the Roxxon. Roxxon Energy Corporation. Uh, the series is produced by Marvel Television and ABC Signature Studio, with uh, Zabeski serving as showrunner. It stars Tom Austin, Sidney Lemon, Elizabeth Marvel, Robert Wisdom, Ariana Guerrera, uh, June Carolyn and Alan Yu. Yes. Uh, I think I can... Uh, Damien is Tom. Anna is Sydney. Elizabeth is, I think, the mom. Don't they have the list in front of you? No, it doesn't tell me who's who. Oh, really? It just That's... tells me uh, the names. I, oh, no, I can probably scroll down to cast. Here it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth is Victoria. Robert is Caretaker. Aria is Gabriela. Best character. Uh, June is Luis. And... Alan is Chris, which is what I was going to say. And then we got recurring characters that show up as well. Yeah. Um, it is 10 episodes, and you can catch season one on Hulu. Hopefully there's a season two. Hopefully there is a season two, because goddamn, was this good. So the premise of the show, it just says, Damien and Anna were uh, the children of a Satanist serial killer. Hunt the worst of humanity. Not accurate. Not accurate It's fairly accurate all. for Damien. Yes. And so we'll talk act- about the episodes and stuff later, but uh, it was started development in 2019. Uh, it's under the same name, same creative team, uh, but one of the um, Agents of Shield showrunners was supposed to pop up, uh, Jeff Loeb and Karam Zrek, but they ended up not being able to produce the series. Uh, they wanted to add a little bit more humor into it, but they really didn't end up doing that. Zabeski wanted more scares. Um, then in did. December of 2019. Marvel Television was folded into Marvel Studios because of Disney Plus. Yep. Because uh, of Disney. And then the executives started moving everything over, and then it was put on hold for a bit. In April 2020, Marvel terminated uh, Zabeski's overall deal in part because of COVID-19, but he continued post-production work on the series. By July, there was no lo- <laughs> the series was no longer officially titled Marvel's Hellstrom, with Disney changing the title just to Hellstrom, in order to distance the brand, uh, Marvel brand from the series horror-based content, which is fucking stupid. You know. Not wanting viewers to stumble upon the show while looking for something in the tone of this MCU, which Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be like that when Derrickson was going to do it, but then he's like, I want it to be a horror movie, and they were like, no, and I was like, yeah. Huh? It's because they want it to be more kid-friendly. Well, duh. Again, it's not for us. I know, but like, but like, but like, um, it was supposed to be tied into Ghost Rider, but then that ended up getting canned. Then it was going to be Spirits of Spirits of Vengeance, but then that got canned. And then Adventures into Fear. And then it was going to be Adventures into Fear, but then that got, kind of got canned. And now it's just this. It says, uh, Roxxon Corporation, a company that has been featured in the MCU, uh, is referenced in the series, which ties to what we said before. Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. Yeah. Which so is... So we believe that the three of them are now... Those three are the Hulu Adventure verse. into Fear as well. Or just the, be the Hulu verse. Yeah, well, they dubbed them Adventure into Fear in here. Okay. They're more darker themed shows. Yes, they are. And that is about it 
Critical Reception is god-awful, but don't listen to them. It's really good. Rotten Tomatoes has uh, reported an approval rating of 32% with 22 reviews with an average rating of 4.9 out of 10. The website's critic consensus reads, Hellstrom's strong visual effects can't save it from the fact that its characters simply aren't interesting enough to overcome their familiar setting. What are you talking about? I think it's because Anna sucks. Because I mean, <laughs> she does. She's the worst. Not the actress. She but does great. As a character. The writing for Anna sucks because she's always an asshole until the last second. And then Metacritic has it out of 40 out of 100 with only 9 critics indicating it's mixed or average. This also came out two weeks ago. Give it some time. Yeah. Personally, we fucking loved it. I love it. I think Gabriella is like the best character in the entire show. No, I actually ended up liking... Uh, <laughs> I, didn't like her, I didn't like her at first. I know. I, 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 no, I was watching it, so... I would watch it uh, before I would come to work or whatever, so I'd be yeah. with my wife, and all I would hear is like, "You, Gabrielle, I'm like, Gabby, you stupid bitch, you stupid fucking idiot!" <laughs> like, because she's like the fight, like, she's a stupid girl. Well, she, horror well, it's, it's because she's um, she's the she's the audience insert. Yes, she's the view. Uh, what is it called? The POV of the viewer. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Th- th- there's a better term for that. But yeah, she's the POV for you. Yeah, you're but supposed I, to be. She's enter, but even though we're not. Priest or whatever, she's entering into this crazy world. And that's with where us. you were at. Yeah. So, but every time she would do something stupid, like you dumb broad, you you are gonna die. Like, like this, like, when he tells you to stay in the car, he's not doing it because he hates you. <laughs> he's doing it so you don't die here. Like, <laughs> and, and she's always, always like, "Let's go." And it was always like, "I gotta get out of the car. Stay in the fucking car." <laughs> yeah. There's this one scene where he goes, "You need to stay in the car," and she goes, "It's not gonna happen." And he goes, "No, oh, fine." Like, come on, man. <laughs> Fucking magically stop her from leaving the car. It's a, uh, you use magic and fire. Just put the seatbelt on and don't let it unbuckle. Yeah, like, like what do you mean? anything. <laughs> and then she gets some crazy stuff happening later, which oh, we'll talk about. That was nuts. We'll that talk was, about the ten like, episodes later. But that was creepy, actually. I know it was mad weird. And then the ending was like really. Fun. And the ending, and then she be, and then she's like loses all character development. She got and becomes a badass bitch. And I was like. <sighs> She's, be, she's joining up the Bloods. Which no, it make, doesn't make sense. It does make sense. She should have stayed with Damien and fucking Anna. She doesn't trust Damien because she did. Because the way her own naivete got her stuck in a situation where she trusted and believed in Damien. But Damien didn't do it! Doesn't matter, his kind. It was a whole thing about his Demon. Kind. And then you realize she couldn't. Because, remember the whole the whole point of the Bloods, the Bloods is that they, 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 were, they were all people. scorned by demons. I know. Yes. So it makes sense why, based on what happened to her, that yes, she's scorned by. But the but character that. No, why I like it so much, because that's the most realistic change of character that would, has ever happened in the show normally goes oh well no, after all the trauma and dra- the tragedy I just felt I still trust you Damien everything's gonna be okay I get it I, can't, I, I just didn't want her dumb. to become part of the bloods because the bloods suck they suck but you, you know what's guys. cool though I just put this together in my head the baby was Lilith and then it grew up that fast in a month? Yes! That's a crazy... Do you just take that now? I thought it was two different demons. I no. thought the one baby was going to come back later, but then Lilith was the mother, and I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Because they never say the mother's demon name. Right. They never say what demon possessed the mom. Because she also keeps talking about all her children. Like, that's, yeah. There's a lot of hints of that she's really Lilith. I thought that she was Satan for a while. She kept so saying, your father was Satan. And I'm like, yeah, but the, why is the demon still living in the mom and you never see the dad? And then it turns out the dad was like the, the son or something, the the eater guy? That was the dad, apparently. It wasn't. It wasn't? No. What did they do with the dad, then? Because she kept he saying, never, she kept saying, dad's here. And then I they, was like... No, because the demon gave over the same type of energy that Okay, that's what it was. I got confused, because I was like, where's the dad, then? Because he's the first, Lilith's first child. So he's yeah. one of the oldest demons around, so he gave yeah. over the same type of old energy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And of evil, and that's why. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Because I was like, this is just so weird. I was like, they, they keep bringing up dad, but I'm like... The dad's not. That's the, the whole mom. thing when they they uh <laughs> when they do the whole uh heart thing the, the yeah. keep her head thing 
and he dies, or they think he's gotta die, yeah. and they're like, "Oh shit!" And they're like, "That wasn't dad." Yeah, and like, "Oh, cause she touched." I at first, her. at first, I thought it was the mom. Yeah, because in my brain, when I was still watching the show, the dad was still the eater guy, yeah. and then the mom's body showed up, and I thought that the demon switched bodies and put the other mind inside the eater boy. Yeah, and then when they killed the thing, uh, they accidentally killed their mom. No, nope. that's when I first thought it was, and I was like, "Oh my god." They just killed their mom. But then the next episode starts and they're not mourning. Yeah. And then I'm like... It's because when... Remember Anna's power that she's uh, like she's kind of like a psychometric? Yeah. So when he grabbed her, she saw everything. Mm-hmm. That's how she knew it wasn't their dad. Yeah. And that scene... If they never did that, yes, it seems very odd. Like, yeah. oh, that's their dad. But no, it's not. It's Lilith's yeah. child. And then um, I didn't understand how there were two moms. At, at one point in time, the mom was around twice. Yes. You have mother. You have mother... And which is Victoria. Yeah, which is Lilith. And you're Victoria, their actual mother. Yes, but how did they get two bodies? Or did the demon just turn into her? In which part? So there's a scene there's a scene where she takes over her body. But then which all the time. But then they put her in a coma and then the mom the mom comes out of the body, but then when Gabby's in the pregnancy montage Because she's because it's it's a projection. It's projection. But then the body mother but she still right, shows up. At the time they had already they had ex remember they had, when the mother is in, uh, when Victoria is in a coma. Yes. They, they exercised the demon. They had already exercised uh, Lilith mother out of her yeah. already. At that point, the you see the second one that's in Gabby because it's inside the baby. Oh, and it's just a projection. Yes. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I was super confused. I was yes. like, how are there two? Yeah, that's why. And my then wife... it goes into Damon later. Right, yes. Uh, no, the one that's in Damon is uh, the son. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, when Lee walked in, she goes, like, I'm like, no, it's not. One is the projection of the other. Oh, that's what I thought it was, but then yeah, I was no. like, but is it? Yeah, no. It was, the reason why I didn't like that is because they made Mother in Gabby's eyes and projection look like Victoria instead of... Because they didn't want to reveal who it was. They didn't well, want to be like, this is Lilith. No, no, because we saw what she looked like when she was when there was a whole scene between Mother and Lilith fighting with each other when she's in um, her I don't remember mind. seeing her at all. Yeah, there's a whole scene. I gotta scene. go back then. I don't remember that there's at all. A, the episode where they actually... I watched explain, it two days ago. Explain when, they, when they explain the, or, um, like some of Anna's origin and the, episode nine, I think, the, when they're um, when they're actually with, they're reliving the night that she was taken to the insane asylum. Yeah. And Damien, so it's like, it reloops, reloops, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, well, I'll help you. She goes, oh, what's your name, Katarina? I'm like, oh, it's you, the demon's inside me, and they're fighting amongst each so other. So here's my other question. Yes. So Damon is the son of Satan, correct? Yes. And the do- the son of Lilith as well? No. Okay. He is the son of Victoria? Yes. And of Satan. Who took over the serial he- killer dad? Yes. Okay. Yes. How did Lilith take over Victoria's body? So, again, going back to this, the episode 9, Vessels, you see Victoria keeps scratching at something in the back of her neck. And it's the weird spine shit. It's the, like, right? this, no, there's like, no, there's like a little bite mark on her neck over here. Yeah. It's, she was marked to be possessed by Lilith. Okay, making sure. So There's so a lot of stuff that be, I didn't, like, truly understand. Because they didn't focus on it long yeah. enough for, it's one of those, because they kept dropping hints about, people being possessed and when they are possessed they're normally marked like Gabby getting the cut on her head yeah um, that, gross that, that woman getting her lip bit yeah by that guy and then the, the Victoria's like going like this you see the and then mark. Chris uh, Chris when he bites the, yes. himself with the skull yes so they're all marked to be possessed by something yeah um, but that's what it is so when she's scratching the, the, like her shoulder or her neck mm-hmm. you see it real quick and you're like Oh, that's the mark he gave her. I thought she was her. just nervous and scratching no, herself. that's the mark he gave her to be possessed by Lilith. Mm, 
which she was. That's the whole thing. One of my favorite scenes in the show. We'll get to the actual plot of the show later. I'm just, we're just like. I know. We're surfing at this when point. Damon jumps off the bridge and he stops right at the beginning and he goes, you're my son. And he drops him in the water. I was like, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> the dad goes, not a chance, chief. Because <laughs> yeah, there's a scene um, that Victoria, uh, not Victoria, um, Luis, the, uh, the, the, the proprietor of the Insane Asylum. Yeah. yeah. The, the director. She's talking to Anna on how like, uh, Damon I like Lewis, keeps, by the way. huh? I like oh, she was a great character. Yeah. Uh, when she almost died, I was like, <gasps> "Oh, I was so mad!" I was like, "No!" I was like, "No!" Because <laughs> they just got her and caretaker kind of back together. I was yeah. like, "No!" I was like, "Um, there's a scene where she's talking to Anna, and she's like, "Yeah, when after uh, that he dropped your mom off at the hospital, um, he was gonna kill himself, and he keeps that in the front of his mind all the time." And I thought he stopped himself from jumping because he was like, "No, nah, I got to power through this for mom." He actually jumps, yeah, he's and like, then stops right above it, and. There were cars that were driving by, and I was like, if I was one of those cars, I would have stopped. Those cars just drove by. I was like, but it was the 80s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they just, like, kids jump off bridges like, in the 80s. Yeah, it's like so when he's about to land, and I'm like, oh, shit, he actually jumps. I was like, how is he going to get stopped? Or is he just going to splat, and then the demon reform because he can heal himself yes. or whatever. And I then the dad like, stops him, and he's like, <laughs> not yet. You're my son. I was yep. like, that's fucking funny. Yeah. So, I'm going to read the description for episode one, because it gives you a feel of who all the characters are, yes. and then we'll just talk about each episode. Yeah. So, episode one was titled Mother's Little Helpers. It was written by uh, Diana Reed. Directed by, by Diana Reed and written by Paul. Um, so, Damon and Anna Hellstrom are siblings who live in Portland and San Francisco, respectively. Damon is a college professor who aids the St. Teresa Center for Mental Health with cases using his demonic-based abilities. At the same time... Anna works as an antique dealer who scours and kills criminals with her psychic powers. Their mother, Victoria, is held in St. Teresa's due to her demonic possession by a demon named Mother, who we find out later is Lilith. Her husband was a serial killer Satanist who was possessed by Satan at some point. Uh, Damon is forced to work with Gabriella Rossetti, an agent from the Vatican, by Louisa Hastings after an orderly named Kevin Spivy disappears following a raid on a demonic tomb. Anna and her ally, the caretaker, who's uh, Robert Wisdom, uh, discover not the character, the actor, um, no. discovers a strange skeleton in the tomb, and Anna takes the skull to examine. Gabriella, a skeptic, confronts Mother, but has to be rescued by Damon and Hastings. Damon finds a symbol of his mother as drawn on the wall, which is that circle with the two with the three lines, yes. which I never really understood what that it was, was just a symbol because like they just dropped it. Yeah. And then they changed it to the null thing, and then that turned out to be nothing. I was so mad about that. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, here we go, we're going to say it. The null was coming, I'm like, no, no. No, it was just Mother. Um, Where was I? Uh, On the wall, Anna finds the same symbol on the skull. The sibling is reunited St. Teresa. Elsewhere, a demonic skull spivy attacks a trucker, and that's where we get the the episode two opening where um, Magoth is in the Samaritan crash in the vehicle. Yes. That was a good scene. Yes. Where uh, Damon's like, Damon and Gabriella show up, and Damon's like, if we kill this, if we exercise this demon, he's gonna die immediately. Yes. And and then Gabriella's like, no, 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 we can get the family here, and then the family can talk to him right before he dies, and then the demon's like, I'm gonna tell her that I cheated on her, and I'm like, you fucking piece <laughs> of shit. I was like, <laughs> and that's all those I'm, Trump stock whores, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so funny. This naivete was like a little bit too much for me. Yeah, so. she was like, no, the demon won't say anything. I'm like, hey guys, okay, sure. It, His name not, is Magoth. Like, it's not, <laughs> and Magoth is a recurring. Uh, yeah, he shows up show. a couple times, I think. And I'm like, no, bro, she's go- he's going to absolutely say something horrendous to that family. Oh, by the way, I do like the opening of the show. Where, where he get- shows up exercising the kid, and the kid's just, like, lying. Yeah, he's but he's, he actively writes with poop on his walls. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I love that he goes. The audacity of this fucking child. Yo, I love when the big call out. He goes, kids lying. <laughs> oh, what was it? He was like, oh. He pours out the holy water. And the guy's like, ah, ah. And then he's like, I got this from the bathroom. bathroom. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> clean this. Oh, you clean this this bedroom. Go downstairs, apologize to your parents, parents, and clean this bedroom. Floor the ceiling with bleach. <laughs> and he's like, as he leaves the place, and Gary's like, well, you can talk to him. No, your kid's an asshole. You're a bad parent, and you oh you need to stop oh you're oh stop oh put down the wine bottle. You need to stop letting your kids uh, the, the internet be that kid's parent. Yeah, and then, I was like, and then yeah. like at the beginning of episode two, you see the kid is like all gothy and pissed, and goes to school or therapy, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> fuck that kid. That was a good scene though. <laughs> yeah, because you think it's gonna be a demonic possession, and then he shows up and he's like, no, but then he does do demonic shit to scare the shit out of the kid. Yeah, I love I it. Like, when he does nice. the ring of fire. I'm yeah. like. He goes, go eat shit. Because oh, he finishes go the... Go eat shit. <laughs> yeah, well, he's finishing, like, the, the rest. He goes, oh, you forgot the rest of the... Uh, uh, yeah, the Latin uh, phrase. Uh, the Latin phrase. And he does it. And I'm like, yo, he made that, he told that kid to go kick rocks. Like, <laughs> I was like, yes. Tell that shit, kid to go kick rocks. And then David's like, fuck this. I don't want this anymore. Yo, the title of episode two is Viaticum, and it's spelled C-U-M, and that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm only going to read a sentence from episode two's description because it talks about Chris. Yeah. Uh, Anna's partner and cohort Chris Yen is left to watch the skull and becomes entranced by it where he bites himself with it. Yeah. That's just so you know what Chris is doing. Yeah. Chris is um the gay orphan that hung out with Anna. Uh, they were a segregate, her segregate brother. They were forced to kids together. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah they're, forced, they're orphans together. They're forced, they're forced uh, siblings. They're forced siblings. <laughs> he was the gay orphan. The gay orphan. That's how I described him. The gay orphan. <laughs> the gay orphan that hung, hang, that I mean, hung around Anna. I mean, if I make fun of him, who's going to go tell his parents? <laughs> You're ridiculous, <laughs> but it is cool. Like I do, I like him a lot. Actually, I think he's funny. He's the best. He's one of the best characters. Yeah, it's, I, it sucks that you're supposed to like Anna and Damien, but I ended up liking literally everyone else. I like, like Damien. Caretaker's cool. Yes, he he's he has Rider, more of like a. He's actually from Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, the character has more of like a, a literal caretaker role to it, and he doesn't yeah. really do too much. Luis is great. She has a little bit too much to do. Yes. for a show that's not based about around her, but sure. Uh, Chris and Gabby are the best because Chris is sassy and awesome. I love Chris. And Gabby is so naive it hurts me, but it's good to watch her grow. <laughs> and then she loses it all. Uh, you want her? <laughs> every time like you're dumb, you're just stupid. Chris is just like I loved it when he was in the sewers and he's like he's like he's, he's eating around. He's like no, nope, nope. <laughs> he's like even if I'm possessed, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then you see the next time he, you know, you find the food, it's like fucking chickpeas and like fucking healthy yogurts and shit. I'm like that's funny. <laughs> I still like it when like Anna and him are talking. It's like. When he's in the hospital, in the hospital, he goes, "You want to go out for this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he wants to, like his. He doesn't want hospital food. He wants his like expensive little bougie like, food. Yeah, bougie, I love he it, wants like, his bougie shit. I love it. He goes, "No, he can't be. Yen can't be in trouble. Why? He would never go down. He, oh no, you know there's something wrong because Yen actually came down here and, <laughs> and it's like whatever flat top shoes wear. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's why I like any scene Anna was in with Yen." Well, because their dynamic was good. It, yes. that's, that was supposed to happen, though, because they had the real sibling dynamic. Yes. Damien and Anna, even though they knew of each other, and they, they didn't grow up together. They didn't grow up together for a while. For until, a little bit. Until, until um, her father. It was Damien was like 11. I think Anna was 7. Yeah, like when her said. father took her. Yeah, yeah but then they, they did reconnect later on, but at that point they were already well, older. Well, because the blood they didn't want them around each yeah. other. That's why. Yeah. But yeah, no, I... I find out because of Caretaker. Yeah, but I do like the... I do like Anna's and, Ken, and Yen's relationship is yeah. funny. And, like, the whole thing... Like, they have a good back and forth. And even, like, the whole thing, like, she, he's the one who sets up, like, the murders for her. 
She doesn't set up the murders. She no, finds no. the clients that are bad, and he does it because also he's they do actually work as antiquers. Yeah. But every time there's like an asshole who wants to buy something, they they set up the kill. Well, because it normally they and have... they and uh, he's dating the police guy. That well, can totally, get into the, the, the whole system. thing of remember when he's explaining to her, um, to her to his boyfriend about accessing the uh, files because that's yeah. what that's what he has been doing. To yeah. go after. And his then clients. Anna says that it was her. Yeah. And they have that hug, and then she almost kills him. And I was like, whoa! I was like, oh, she's about to do. I was it. like, she's got to get over her fucking issues, bruh. Yeah, no. Oh, dude, I love the scene where um he shows up at his boyfriend's house right before he sees the eye in his mouth, and he's like, he's he looks at the color of the wall, and he, and the boyfriend's like, you hate it, right? He's like, no, I love it, and <laughs> and he's like. No, you let me choose the color even though you hate it because you wanted to apologize. And he's like, yes, it's god-awful. Like, <laughs> he is so good. <laughs> yes, god-awful. What are you doing there? I got something caught in my throat. It's an eyeball. I have yeah. an eyeball in my throat. Yeah, he, oh, he's got the best lines. <laughs> there's um, there's the scene with Gabby and Damon right before they kiss and definitely going to have sex, but then they don't because demons. Um, th- there's a scene after where um, Damon and Gabby are talking. That's a cool design you just made with the tripod. Um, they're talking. It's like, they stole this moment from us. They stole this tender moment. And I'm like, oh, here we go. The feels. And then it's revealed that like Gabby's just like, I can't be with you because of demons. I'm like, bruh. If you're going to be a recurring character, the demons are still going to get you. Just be with Damon. <laughs> yeah, well, remember, she was still a pre... Uh, she's a nun, technically. Uh, not really. She's, a, she's an agent of the Vatican, which makes her, like, a pseudo-nun, but she has to go through all, like, the stages yeah. or some shit. So, no. I, that, I, I hate Gabby so much. Yeah, I love her, but I hate her. I hate her so much, because she's the dumbest character you know, on the planet. You know what was really dumb she for me? Dumb run. You know what was really dumb for me, too? Right at the end of the show, they're all eating dinner. Why would you leave the baby alone? Oh, Yeah. But what like, happened? Like, no, no, no. The baby was taken, obviously. Well, n- the baby was taken, but then, like... Then it shows up with Chris. A month later, it's with Chris. And it's like, oh, yeah, Uncle Chris. Well, either Chris took the baby... He did not. He's the keeper. Well, then who took the baby? I think it was, um... One of the... Didn't they leave one of the guys alive? No. Okay, here, what if it's this? Um, before I get to that. So they're all eating. Yes. Why would you leave the baby alone next oh. to a glass door and not locked? Oh, absolutely. I know. Unless it was Chris who has a key. That's so here's my thing. He's called the keeper because he keeps the demons in check. That's literally what And they then call. maybe somebody got into his brain again because he's still a little possessed. Yeah. And then no, he took possessed. the kid and then it aged really fast. So the demons, it's fine. And then the pregnancy was like one day, which was nine months. Well, I feel like they sped that up. The whole thing with keeper or, 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 yeah. A keeper. Yeah. yeah. They, he, so that's the whole thing. He goes, yeah, remember the whole scene when the baby's born and Anna. He's like, I'm part of your bloodline that you can't touch me. Right. When he's with Anna and it was like. Oh, that part. Where he's Anna talking in the, in the, um, in the room. He's like, oh, when's Damien taking the baby home? Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, well, yeah, my powers, are like, oh, my powers to keep it in check. Alluding that Anna and Chris would actually raise the baby, but then it was taken with Victoria and Damon for some reason. Because Damon thinks it can overpower. Oh well, I'll take because they're normies. Yeah, I mean, not Anna. Anna's not a normie, but she's got. She doesn't have a full grip on her powers as like Damon does. Anna has problems too. Oh yeah, she got a little. A little and that's up. why. That's why it makes sense that Chris took the baby. Yeah. So that's why the ending makes a little bit more sense. Like they probably don't know where the baby's been for this entire time. For yeah, but like month. you'd think after a month, like we would have had a scene where they're freaking the fuck out. Like, oh my god, who the fuck took the baby? Well, no, it's supposed to end with the the highlight that families brought, but then leaving it all on a cliffhanger. Like, oh, the baby's gone. Yeah, and then you realize, oh, Chris took the baby, and then and the then you see the now. and then you see like another kid show up, like, one of the other Lilith's kids show up, and it's that bald guy with the beard, and then Chris is like, uh. He doesn't realize it until after they say, your name's Lilith. And she's like, fuck yeah, it is. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
That's actually Satan himself. That's it. That was actually Satan? That's the, oh, that. I thought it was... Um, that's it. That. He's explaining to her, like, oh... He's my so wife. Much. Come on, wife. You're 10. Come yeah, on. That's <laughs> watch, like, Lilith, yeah, that's why. Yeah, but she'll quick. Yeah. And, uh, and then we saw... Um, he, Chris was like, well, even if this is true, you can't hurt me. I'm part of the bloodline. I'm the keeper. You can't touch me. Yeah. And then he's like, all yeah, right. And he's just killing a bunch of people. I, I, in my brain, I was like, he's just mentally snapping all their necks. But then it was like too many. And I'm like, if this was like a, a mass neck snapping, people would start running, not just being concerned with the whole line of people. I think it was like they gave him like a little plague, like a little bit of a coma situation. And as there was walking like a pestilence. Yeah. And, like, and then Chris is just sitting there like, Fuck. I thought after uh, Chris did let the kid's hand go, yeah, that he would stop killing everybody. But as he was walking, he was still like giving yeah, him a plague, everybody. and I was like, I was like, he's just rubbing it in now. Yeah, I want to see uh, Anna be pissed at Chris for taking the baby, but then yeah. understanding it. Unless Anna told Chris to do it, no. and she left the door unlocked. That might be true. Well, we have to see. Yeah, I hope, season season two. Two. Anyway, I hope we get to season two. Anyway, so there's rumors that it's not, but I hope yeah, it does because this I like this show. Despite what the reviewers say, the show is actually yes. good. Give it a chance. It's only 10 episodes. Yeah. And, again, and they're each about an hour, and 48 we, to 52 minutes. Yeah, and we've talked about a lot of the characters and stuff, and I guess we could wrap that up because normally our, our it's a little bit more in the comments when we compare and trust the comments, but this is very much just a show in itself. Yeah, and I'm trying to go through all the uh, episodes, and, and I don't want to talk about all of them. And a lot of the episodes are the same catch and repeat. Um, yeah, it's of, demon stuff. But the last three episodes are like follow a harder plot. A lot it's like they're of, up trying to, to do the, the point stuff. where they fight, where they believe he's their father. Everything's leading, six, five, yeah, which uh, is lead, six or seven. It's leading every, everything leading up to that point was about them trying to protect their mother, and then and after also that part, figuring out their relationship with each other and yes. Gabby. Oh, fucking Gabby. And, and then, then anything Christmas. after that is going to be the actual the, the final fight against mother. It's and, played in two storylines. Yeah, it is. It actually works very well. It's, like normally, some shows should be stuff like that. Like a Dan Evil did that. Well, the first part of the se- uh, season two, uh, I forgot what it was, like, Electra. Yeah. And then the back half of it was kind of boring. I'm like, yeah, it's boring, but it doesn't make sense. You didn't need it. Oh, no, no, no. They do. Mm, no, 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 no. Here we go. Uh, I'll read episode 10's description because yeah. uh, we got some stuff wrong. So, Cathara's minions stab Hastings in the back. Cathara is the mother. mother. Sending her to the hospital when Gabrielle resca- uh, escapes and comes in contact with the blood. Uh, Basar takes Damon over again and escapes. He and the minions take Gabriella peacefully to their hideout as Anna and Victoria make up. Yen comes to them and caretaker about his uh, condition and is informed that he is the new keeper. Yen suddenly has the knowledge on how to fix the dagger, which I seem was a little, was a little ham-fisted, but yeah, it, was it was fine. He was the keeper. He got all the keeper knowledge with the weird voice in his head. That was funny. Um, again, again, anything with him. And Anna and Victoria put the pieces together. Anna and Yen find the hideout and confront Basar and remove him from Damon and incinerate him for good. Damon used the dagger to kill Raum and Magoth, who are the uh, priest and the douchey dude with the scar. Freeing their vessels, giving uh, Gabrielle gives birth to a girl, but becomes disillusioned and decides to join the blood. Damon and Anna decide to raise the baby as they, Victoria caretaker, and a recovering Hastings celebrate. One month later, Yen is watching an adolescent Cathara when they are approached by a man identified as Papa, which is creepy. He reminds Cathara that her name is Lily and takes her from Yen while killing. He does kill them. Innocence yes, to it. Yen's horror. So Cathara. So this is what confused me because they called the kid Cathara, and when I thought they said that, I thought they said Zara. Oh. I thought he told she told Chris that her name was Zara just so, um, she was in mega disguise. No. Because in my brain, I thought that little baby Lily, yeah. um, tricked Chris and the boyfriend into adopting her with mind juju. Because she aged up real quick, but then again, we could say maybe Chris did take the baby because he's the keeper. Yes. 
And then Papa comes in. And that's when that's why I didn't know it was actually their dad because it's like, oh, you're Papa. And I was like, is it getting kinky or it's his or it's Lilith is the daughter of Satan. Yeah, no, it actually is. is. Who's another sister, but then it would be the mom. Yeah. I love how Damon's girlfriend gives birth to his mom. <laughs> it's a weird way. It's definitely a weird way to put it. Demons are weird. Yeah. So that was the episode 10 called Hellstorm. Yep. Funny name. So, so yeah, that's that's all I got to talk about the show. I liked it. I liked it a lot, too. I give it a 6.5 on a bad day, a 7 on a good day, but with what we were just talking about, closer to a 6.5. Yeah. Because we did have some problems with it, talking about how, like, Anna was kind of sus. I liked Anna the entire time. I hated time. Anna. You don't like her bangs. <laughs> oh, her bangs were terrible. <laughs> Who gave her permission to have those bangs? <laughs> bangs were bad. I, I've seen Sydney Lamone in other things. Her bangs are never like that. They were like, Anna gets bad bangs. And, <laughs> dude, Satana has, like, nice hair in the comics, yeah. and they're like, ba-ba-ba-ba-bangs. <laughs> Hope in season two she cuts her ba-ba-ba-ba-bangs. I hate the ba-ba-ba-ba-bangs. I think the whole thing with her bangs is... <laughs> bang, ba-bang, bang, bang. I think... I I like her character. It was, like, modern chic. I, yeah. And she was San Francisco elitist yeah. or whatever. But I didn't like the bangs. It didn't grow on me. Her the character grew with the entire series. The character, yes. She but had great hair. character growth. I know you hate her hair. Her hair is so bad. But she was fine. <laughs> Damon's hair was kind of weird, too. It was too short. Whatever. He's Damon. He's sexy Dr. Professor Hellstrom. He didn't look good. He's I'm sexy Professor Hellstrom. <laughs> like, okay. I love how... They, they, I think Gabrielle or, um, or Anna says something about how Damon doesn't make a living. I'm like, he's a fucking college professor. What do you <laughs> mean? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, college professors might not make that much, but he makes enough to live by himself. Yeah, in Portland. Yeah, which isn't that expensive, but still, it's I mean, higher end. I mean, on fire. Well, yeah, no. It's higher end, and I'm like... This motherfucker is a college professor, and you're saying he doesn't make enough to make a living? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I understand know, right? he pays hospital bills for his mom. Yeah. But at the same time, he might get a little bit of a slide, because Hastings is his adoptive mother as well. Yes, it is. And she was actually previously a nun before she decided to just be yes, a caretaker. Yes, I like that a lot. I like, I like their, both their backstory. You can see the picture well. with all the kids, and you see Damien just, like, pissed off. Yeah, like, I don't like this guy. I'm about to burn all these kids. Yeah, he's like, these kids are dead. I'm going to light them on fire. <laughs> <I'm> on fire. <laughs> Personally, she frightens me. That's why I didn't. Yeah, I think everyone in the show did a great job acting wise, but yeah. character wise, I didn't like some of them. I like I liked all the like characters. Like, Luis, I didn't like that much until later on. The first two episodes, I was like, I'm not a fan of this character. And yeah, then well, after she grew on me a little bit. Because I thought she was going to be like an antagonist, in quotes. Yeah. As like, she was always going to stop Anna and Damon from trying to help the mom because she's too too far gone. But then you find out that she's more of like a loving character. Well, I thought she was going to be more like kind of like an extra where it's like, all right, we need do- uh, someone to interact with at the, at the hospital. Oh, yeah, I didn't think she was going to be that huge. I didn't think she was going to be that huge three, either. And then she's like main. And, and then she's like, like oh, main okay. guy. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, giving her she, back. She to, grows on you. Yeah. You know, and then you find out she has cancer. I was like, weird, but okay. And then she cures the cancer, and I'm like, nice. You know, you can cure it. She's in, she's she lost one treatment. of the she she lost one of the lungs. They took it out, and then they were able to cure it. Uh, not cure it. Put her in recovery. Yeah. Because the lung that had it, the lung that got taken out, was the lung that had the most cancer in it, or yeah. something. And I was like, uh, cathargy or cancer, <laughs> which is so fucked. <laughs> I was like, whoa. There's a scene where um. Uh, I think it's Anna talking, and like, we need to talk alone. And then Kassar looks over at Louise and, like, okay. And then she starts coughing, and I'm like, this bitch just give her, like, the sniffles and tell her to leave? And then it's like, I gave you cancer. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, like, Demons can just give people cancer? Like, that's dark as shit. <laughs> well, no, I, you I, get cancer, and you get... I don't know why Kassar just didn't give everybody cancer. She would have won. I mean, it's, a lo- it's a long game. Can't take <laughs> Cancer. Christian. Cancer. It's not like it's not like an instantaneous like you die from it. <laughs> yeah, but like cancer. I know. It's you. a long game. Give them raw brain cancer. I know. Die but real yeah. fast. <laughs> so you know, I, I do like the series a lot. Um I wish they'd bring it back, even if it becomes like uh one of the Marvel legacy shows. 
like they have on Disney Plus right now, where it's oh, like yeah. shows that are not connected to MCU, but use MCU. But properties. they loosely are. Yeah. Because like, even though like they technically said Shield isn't connected, what? Yeah. Sif shows up. Well, Agent Coulson's the main character. It doesn't make sense when you look at the entire thing as a whole. What do you mean? There's no snap that happens. Because they didn't have the time to do that. Yeah, but that's a big part. That's what made. And also, you can say they were in space when it happened, and then all all their characters. That matter. Everyone. All their characters lived. That's the whole thing. All their characters lived. Everyone on the show. Every. Everyone lived. If one of them snapped out, I think it would have been great. Yeah, they they didn't. Yep, no, because they were like, it's not it was, canon. It was canon until the snapping, and then they were like, nah. oh, no, it wasn't canon. It, they stopped making it canon up until, um... Like season four out of seven, I yeah, think. Yeah, when they started doing, like, the weird Hydra stuff again. After Winter Soldier, they were like, nah. Yeah, because they're like, it, make, it made sense making canon, and they were like, nah, we're not making canon. And then they were run, run I away. still say it's canon. So Just like run, how Daredevil was technically canon. Yeah. All the Netflix shows were technically canon until season two of each show. Oh, no, they were all Some canon day. until Netflix was like, until Marvel was like, no, they're not canon. Because they're on Disney Plus. Uh. Yeah. But like they have so they have a couple mentions too. Bound New York. Yeah, and I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like, that's why in my head canon, they're all canon. There's a way to watch the MCU and it includes all the shows. Yeah. Even who, even the Hulu ones like Runaways and Cloak uh, and Dagger, which is yeah. freeform. I mean, Cloak Clo- Clo- and Dagger show up in Runaways, so yeah. that's directly tied to each Clo- other. Cloak and Dagger, Runaways, and and this. Are all... I really wanted um one of the characters, any one of the characters, to show up in one episode of Hellstrom, but I understand it's a separate whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole separate thing. I would uh, actually if they did uh, if Ghost uh, Robbie from Shield showed up, that would have been so fucking cool. It would make sense. That would be dope. Or if she was like related to Gabriella in some way. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been great. It's like yeah, that's my cousin. Like oh oh, and just make call her Gabriella Reyes and don't say yeah. anything. Well, cousins then, don't have to have same name. I know, but like just to poke more fun at it. Yeah, and then because then Gabe is his brother, and it'd be funny if Gabe and Gabriella same family family yeah. names. Been great. Yep. They could still easily do it. Yep, yep. We didn't get that, and we're still not getting it. Hey, Paul, if you want to hit me up, me and James will write an episode, and we'll do the Robbie Reyes episode. Because Robbie was supposed to be in the uh, Ghost Rider show, yeah, and, then and then Avengers into Fear slash whatever they called it, the horror one. Yeah. And then he was supposed to show up in this, but then they, they decided yep. against it because they will have some other plans for Ghost Rider. I guess. And it sucks because I liked Robbie, and I liked how they had like quote unquote Nick Cage Ghost Rider show up. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't him. Yes, we know. But it would look just like him, and I was like, <gasps> make it canon. No. <laughs> make it make Ghost no. Rider canon. And on that wonderful note, I will give the show a seven out of ten. I'm giving it a six point five. I want more. And I like the characters they had. Good. I just wish we got more power stuff. We didn't get oh, enough powers. Like with Damon's fire. Yeah. We only got a little bit of fire. But again, money. So it was. So, moving on <coughs> to our... Bless you. Thank you. Moving on to our books of the week. I'm going to cover Sympathy for No Devils. Go ahead. It's an Aftershock book written by Brandon Thomas with art by Lee Ferguson. It is about the last human on Earth after we don't know what. Aliens, monsters, whatever kills them or they get an illness it's not too explained well okay it's a uh, winston wallace he is a ex-detective now he is a private investigator and it opens up on him falling and landing in a crime scene with his partner raleigh cray who works for the police he kind of looks like vincent d'onofrio from uh daredevil yeah so uh, i was like that's cool so it's just the last human among a bunch of monsters cat people in the city of nevada trying to solve crimes He's trying to solve the crime of the last Colossal that died on the three-year anniversary of the time they first found a Colossal dead. And then how it's tied to uh, Jacinda and all these other characters they're introducing in this crazy world. Okay. 
uh, Crooked Cops, all this stuff. It's really well written. If they made it into a movie, Samuel Jackson will be Winston Willis because <laughs> it is just <laughs> so. Has to play him. It's just like, so Sam Jack. Did you read Jackie the motherfucker? Not yet. Okay. I plan on reading it soon. Why did you? No, I didn't. Okay. That's why I was asking. It's I still in the wrap. I haven't opened it up yet. Okay, I mean, was trying to read through um, Sundowners and stuff first. Okay, because you're the only person I know that that bought it, so I wanted to ask yeah. you about it. There's um, so it's it's also like a high tech stuff because uh, he's got like tech gloves, but people also have mace weapons. So it's a good genre bending, um, like fantasy bending world with a police procedural wrapped up in the middle slash yeah. PI procedural. Okay. It was really good. I liked it. The writing is a lot, but it works for what it is. Like the lot. only thing I didn't like about the writing was there's this narration that describes like who Winston is and what his relationship is. But then at a point, it just starts getting confusing and starts talking about things that aren't relevant to what's going on right now. And then it's revealed that, like, one of his friends is writing a book about him. And I was like, okay. That's weird. It's writing a book about the last human and how, like, his what his life is now. I don't know. It's really well written. Um, I don't know. That's, that's all I really got. That's all I got. Right. I don't want to spoil it, but... Uh, <laughs> you know the rules. Pretty positive good. and negatives. Uh, positives. The story is well written. I like the detective stuff that goes on. And a lot of the art uh, flows properly. Negatives. Uh... I don't really know. Not a lot of substance to it, if that makes sense. When I was reading it, I was like, I don't like this. But is it because of the narration or is it because of the story? And then when I finished the issue, I was like, okay, no, I like the book. I don't like the narration. The narration being told as a, when you find out later, like I said, it's a book about Winston. Sure, it makes a little bit more sense when you get to that reveal. That's weird. But up until that that. point, it's super annoying because it's talking about who he is and how he's doing, which is a good recap on who the character is. Because he's an older gentleman. He's not, like, you know, just out of the fucking precinct. Like, he's not your age. He's, like, 50-something. But, like, it just came off weird. I was like, okay, he's a little forced. It does get a little bit better as you start reading. But the beginning is, like, a little ham-fisted. Okay. And then there's a scene where uh, he's fighting, and one of the bad guys grabs him by the beard because he has a really long beard. I'm like, see, that makes sense. (laughs) Going back to the hair pulling that you're going to get from Ryan Wilder if she has her hair like that the whole time. (laughs) The first thing you do is grab the guy by the hair because what are they going to do? It hurts, and you're getting pulled. That's fair. Yeah. But, um, oh, and a running theme in this is that uh, Winston has a lot of good luck. He's falling down a bunch of stairs, and he lands on a crowd of people. He's fighting this dude who pulls his hair, and the dude trips on a rock and knocks himself out. So he may not be human at all. He may have some just weird devil's luck or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. The book is pretty good. Uh, and then they give you a little, uh, little, uh, I like that. description of, um, you know, some stuff that happened with, uh, some of the cop stuff. You know, I like that stuff. And then you get a preview of Red Atlantis, which I just realized now. <laughs> so pretty cool. <laughs> Alright, out of five, we can get a minute. Four. Okay. I didn't like the narration. That's fair. That's really about it. I, a, a lot of the stuff that uh, Aftershock's been putting out recently has been fucking awesome. Yeah. Miles to Go was great. We Live is great. Disaster Inc. you said was great. Yes. And um, I didn't get to read Lonely Receiver, but I heard Dead Day from you was great. Yeah, I like that. And I'm super excited for Kaiju Song. Which one's that one? Let me see. That is... Uh, it's not in here. Kaiju Song is the one where... Uh, it already got picked up for a movie. It's the one where they're trying to rob a bank during a f- kaiju fight. Two Godzillas are fighting, and they rob a bank during it. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I'm so excited for that one. Jesus. So excited. When that comes out, I'm going to read the shit out of it. I know you are. But this book is great for. Mm. I definitely recommend it to anyone who likes detective stuff, and especially, like, Alien. It kind of has, like, a saga vibe in, like, world building. Okay. Yeah. Saga world building written like um, Stumptown. Okay. So, four. So, what'd you read? I read Colonel Weird Cosmogog. You guys all know that. I'm Black like, Hammer. Yeah, anything Black <laughs> Hammer. You know damn well. You did Black Hammer Justice League. You did Skulldigger, I think. I did you did Skulldigger, yep. yep. 
I, I will do every time a Black Hammer book comes out, I will review it regardless. Just like X Men. Um that's why I didn't do X Report this week because I'm doing a big extra stories wrap up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's why we're that's why we covered creation as the store book, but yes. we're not gonna cover Stasis, which did come out this week because yes. we're gonna do a wrap up later. Yes. We might cover um No, there's no, no Shield Sword comes out after, right? Yes. Okay, never mind. Oh no, like right like the tail end of it. Okay, we might like, cover that. That one. will come out. That, that might be extra report then. Yeah, it's like because that that's a new and sword yeah. come out around the same time. So I did Colonel with Cosmic Gog. Again, written like Rise of Famir, art by Tyler Cook, and this book is dope as hell. It actually is a sequel series to Black Hammer. Ooh. So when it's Black Hammer and Origin, interesting. Yeah, so w- the way Black Hammer ends, this book opens up. Ooh, interesting, interesting. So it doesn't Don't it, go too spoiler for me, I didn't read it. I won't spoil it, but <laughs> there the opening scene is the ending scene of Black Hammer. Oh, interesting. Because the main title is over. Yes. There's a lot t- of spin-offs and yeah, continuations. It's all it's, it's all world building now. Yeah. Which is awesome that he's doing yeah. this. He's doing very much like Hellboy. Um, yeah, where Hellboy ended years and years ago, yeah. but they still build up to it. I didn't even know Hellboy was over. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like it is. A new Hellboy book came out this week yeah. too. So what's cool about this is actually deep dive origin into Colonel Weird, and what's cool about this book, the book is nonlinear most of the time because it's him jumping back to different time periods of his life, um, from when he uh, like he lands and he ends up in the same place. He was like a little kicking a soda, so jumping to um, one of his early mi- the mission uh, he went and got his powers. Yeah, I believe that's the A cover or the B cover you have, but this one, of the- one is the uh, B cover. The A cover has like all three faces, yeah. and it looks really good. And that's the same thing. So you'll see different versions of him growing up, like different versions the times. Parts of him because cool. he's losing himself because of everything that had happened. Yeah, yeah. so he's also, trying to. He's always been weird. Right? Yeah. Besides the name Colonel. Weird, well, no, no, because like... even when he when he's a kid and a pilot, early he wasn't. It wasn't until he goes into the para zone that makes this happen. Mm. So he is pretty much becoming fragmented because of what he has saw what he saw in the para zone, and all the stuff that you saw in Black Hammer is finally coming ahead. Where it's like he's finally losing touch with reality completely because he's trying to figure out where he is. Mm. So he has to team up with other versions of himself to figure out, one, the origin, going from his origin till now, trying to keep himself together. Oh, that's cool. So that's the whole story. Like, the entire... This is really a setup issue to get to that point. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's cool because it is a sequel slash origin for... It's a sequel prequel. Cool. Yeah. And it works. And you know what the problem is? Like, sometimes that concept doesn't work. That a lot of like, times it doesn't work. It's like, oh, well, it's a sequel, but it's really a prequel. So it's like, it ends, like, you need to watch it, but then this is everything that happened before. And it's like we'll is, see with the Black Widow movie. It's a sequel yes. prequel. It's a sequel to other stuff, but it's a prequel to Endgame? Right. Or Infinity War or something? So this is actually a sequel prequel because it, it takes place after, like, the, it literally is the ending of Black Hammer, but the entire story is after that's after Black Hammer is him trying to figure out himself, but we finally get to see his full origin. Because um, we do get it in Black Hammer... But this is like a full deep dive. Into we get like that a story. we get a tiny origin. Right? Yeah, um, I like it all. Like I said, the only thing like um, if you don't read Black Hammer, it looks like, like Barbarian shows up. Yeah, they're all there. They're oh, all they there are, because cool. it goes back to the time when he was fighting in the the, the other book, um, fighting in uh, Black Hammer. Um, it goes back to the or- his origin in Black Hammer. There's a new scene where he was like this hippie, like the lead of a cult, like very Klaus like, <laughs> cool. um, from Umbrella Academy. Um, so which we didn't know in Black Hammer book, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him as a kid in 1954, 1956, 1946. Um, so yeah, I like all this. I like it a lot. Um, is it new read friendly? Absolutely. Is, it, is the art beautiful for this book? Absolutely. Because um, it's not Jeff Lemire. <laughs> I think the problem is if you pick this up and you're like, oh, what's this? It's kind of cool. Like, yeah, like, it's a cool kind of space. Crazy you a story. lot of spoilers though. Yeah, because you're like, what the hell is all this other stuff? And then it's more. So the only reason I'm gonna give it a four is because 
it is new reader friendly that like you didn't have to read Black Hammer before this to understand this because you can read it because it's cool you're like oh he just what's cool is this story is about him trying to piece himself together like an unreliable narrator of sorts, right. right yeah because he's messed up for the Parazone stuff mm. but like um the problem the reason I'm going for is like if you, like if you're reading this in the sense of like you've never read Black Hammer before you're like oh it, it, well it doesn't make sense but it's supposed to not make sense if you've read Black Hammer before, like, oh, cool, you're finally getting an origin of a character that, you know, you didn't know you needed. Yeah. You know, same thing with the Barbara Alien book that was supposed to come out, but now it's coming out later this year, uh, ne- early next year. Um, it's the same thing. Like, it's cool. That it's all expansive universe, early days of these characters that yeah. you read in Black Hammer. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. I think, and because Jeff Lemire is still at the helm of, because Jeff Lemire is at the helm of all these books. Yeah. And, it, and the one thing I do like is, like, it wasn't like Black Hammer was coming out, and then you had a Colonel Weird book going out at the same time. And like, yeah, he waited. Oh, skull kill, yeah. He waited until the main stuff was over, and here and there he would do, like, little stuff like uh, the Tales of Spiral City, the... Um, Sherlock Frankenstein. The Sherlock Frankenstein um, miniseries. Uh, and then later on he did, like, this and uh, Skull Digger, and he did um, Dr. Star. Black Hammer 1945 or 1495, Black, yeah. whatever it is. Black Hammer, that, the Quantum Age, they were all yeah. happening... In between, either between the series, Black Hammer and Age of Doom, which is actually just Black Hammer. Well, Age of Doom is just the series. And then Justice League, which kind of ties into it? It does. Um, Kind of. But yeah, they're all this whole Black Hammer universe, which is actually really cool. I think he did a really good job, and I think the story does very well. The reason why it's not 5 out of 5 is, like I said, the one thing that that it does take away is that if you don't read Black Hammer, you're like, I don't know how this book will wrap up. Yeah. But really, because it is focusing on him as a whole, you may miss some stuff. So that's all it is. Yeah, that's my four or five book. All right, let's do the book of the week. This week, we are covering Team NT, The Last Ronin. We will not spoil who The Last Ronin is. Maybe I will. No, we will not spoil The Last Ronin. But we already know who The Last Ronin is. We found out yesterday. Um, Did we? Me and you talked about it yesterday. Oh, I thought you meant like... No, no the public the, the, did. The no. public. I was like, no. wow, really? Okay. No. Um, we, I didn't hear about it. No, we found out yesterday. And when we say that, we mean Monday night when the books came in. It's beep. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe beep. It's like the edit version of WAP. I can't believe beep, 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 yeah. and beep. Like, it's, 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 like said, we don't want to spoil too much, but we will get into a tiny bit of spoiler territory talking about like... Uh, about, what the future holds for this character. Right. Uh, but we will not talk about what this character, who this character really yeah. is. They do reveal at the yeah, end. Yeah, so it is written by... Uh, Eastman himself. And Lord. It, yeah, it's, it's a story by Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Tom Waltz, but the script is by Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman with art from um, Kevin Eastman and um, Asu and Isaac Escroza. And then page 39 has art by Ben Bishop. I think page 39 is like a little flashback with... Um, with him laying down in yes. the bed. Yeah. Which looks like the current the book. Current book that yeah. was really cool. So, for you guys that don't know, this book is an alternate take on Turtles. It actually goes closely to the original TMNT book. It could be tied to the current universe, but it's it not, looks most like it's tied to the Eastman. The he, old Eastman. He already said it's an alternate. He said, because he, this is it. He, uh, they interviewed Eastman way before, because when this book was supposed to originally it's come out. like January. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did say, um, this is actually supposed to be an alternate version of his original Turtles book. Um, if the Turtles lost their first fight against Shredder. Ooh, interesting. So it was like if they died early. Right. Not, and they may have not died early, but... but they lost instead They of lost, life. and they weren't able to get that momentum going. Remember, Shredder yeah. dies in his first appearance in the original... Just like Joker. Yes. And they did that on purpose. They did. Because because that's why Karai actually is the main villain in the TMNT books in yeah. the early days. In Urban Legends. Yes. So yeah, we're going so, to jump, jump into it. This it, takes place oh, in... I think they originally... Originally, it was supposed to be like... Uh, 
like modern day is supposed to be like now. It says now. That's all it says. It doesn't give us a real year. It just says now. In the original, in the original printing, it said uh, a year. In the original printing, when they first were supposed yeah, to be yeah, and now this. it just says now. Because yeah. again, another which would be twenty twenty, which would be year twenty twenty, based off of the original yes. timeline. Also, but just to let everyone know, this book was supposed to originally come out in like July. Yeah. Even before COVID happened, and then they didn't like the artist they originally wanted, and they they redid the entire book. He's been doing most of it. Yes. Well, he's been doing layouts, and then the script and the uh, pencils, like I said, came from the other guys. Um, so it opens up with a uh, with the last Ronin uh, coming out of like a soupy, swampy mess of water and heading up towards the walled-in city of what looks like New York, of or one of the or Staten Island. Kind of looks like Staten Island because it's separated fully. Uh, infiltrating the current leader of the Foot Clan's base. And monologuing the whole time, he's like recapping like what happened. He's talking about how um, he's not human. He's like a turtle, and he's nasty, and you know he's gonna die trying. And then it uh, jumps to him inside the city, and he's um. Well, I actually didn't even see this when I was looking the first time. I didn't see these two panels. Which ones? Where the other turtles are actually chilling in the background. Oh yeah, so I didn't see that. I just know they show up in the background and say other things, but um, we see him steal a motorcycle from what looks to be. Um, the daughter of two characters, which we won't talk about, but it's obvious if you read Turtles. And then it's just more infiltration of the base. He's fighting um, advanced foot ninjas and mouser droids that have lasers, and they fly around. And again, we're not going to go too spoilery into it. No. Because uh, mostly, most of this is just infiltration with future stuff. Yeah, it's so he's, he's bipping and bopping around, fighting stuff, and then we see the, um, the leader of the current Foot Clan is Oroku Hiroto. Yes, which, which we, is can, the we can grandson. spoil who, yes, we can yeah. spoil who that is. That's the grandson and the son of, it's the grandson of Shadow, the, the son of Karai. Yes. We will spoil that, so that's whatever, that's a villain. It also, like, comes in really early. Yeah. Karai's bastard son, the Shredder's grandson. Yeah. They just straight up say it. And a lot of, the entire issue really is about the last, about, with the, uh, about the Ronin going in to infiltrate and finally take yeah. out, um, uh, the Yeah, fort. this is like his final hurrah, because he's yes. like... The security is the uh, the least amount on this day, and if I do it now, I can do this. And, uh, spoiler alert, it doesn't go as planned. No, of course not. It's a turtle book. <laughs> yeah, and plus it's, it's a five-issue series, yeah, so he can't, he can't win that, an yeah. issue one. It's not issue... It's, yeah, not, uh, I mean, you can. he can. He could, but then where's the like story? like a Lord Draken, where they win in the one shot and realize, oh, shit, everything else goes sideways the rest yeah. of the series. Yeah, so we shall see. So, again, we don't want to spoil too much, but... And most of it's just action. It's very action-heavy, yeah. and the art's fantastic. Uh, even though Eastman didn't do most of it, he still did some of it. And I don't know, man. I just really like this book. It's really good. I like not really much to talk about it without spoiling it. I don't want to, talk, I don't want to spoil it. I, I just want to say I was right. And so was Ant. Me and Ant were right. And I think you were too. I think we all guessed it. No, I was wrong. Who? Oh, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I can't spoil it yeah, without... Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't say it without spoiling it. Yeah. But I was wrong. because It's person... not Splinter. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Splinter. It's not April. <laughs> it's not Slash, guys. I wish it was Slash. If it was Slash, that would have been fucking awesome. There's a scene where I thought it was Slash. When he lays out all the weapons and you see all the bands, I was like, is this fucking Slash? I know. Are they going to reveal it's like... Because in the original book, Slash wasn't as bulky and... Oh, he no. was more just like a turtle but a snapper turtle with yeah. you know, sharper claws. I was like, if this is Slash, that is the best twist ever. Ever, because yeah. Flash does have the black band in the current iteration yes. of books and TV shows. So I was like, if this is Slash, this is so cool. It's not Slash. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's also not Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> it's also not Shredder. Or Dr. Baxter Stockman. 
<laughs> we're just gonna rule out who it's not it's not Krang. Yeah, it's not Krang. Oh, it could be Krang. <laughs> if it's, we need to see the belly. Oh man, if it if they take off that smooth shell belly and it's Krang, I'm gonna shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shit my goddamn pants. <laughs> just imagine. It's like it was just me the whole time. <laughs> That'd be the best twist. It'd be the worst, but it'd be the best. But yeah, so no, I get I've been reading Eternals for a while now and I like this a lot. You could actually fit this into like an alternate canon of the current timeline too. Yeah, you could. If it's um, better with the old one, obviously, it's a little yes. more gritty. But with what happens to them where all of your brothers die, of course you're going to be like this badass bitch. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is a bad kind of logo. Cause you it looks think, like Robin. No, but it's you can try to guess who that is. It's one of the turtles. Oh, yeah, you can see that it's... Uh, it might be that, but, but it I may not just be... Ronin. Yeah, but it's Ronin, but that's a bad... Like, yeah, if you look at the back of the book, it gives you like a... Oh, my God, it could be. Yeah. But. I hate that. Like, I hate that. It just, well, no, because if you read the... If you saw the back of it and that's what your guess was, you're like, oh, shit, I'm right. And then you read it and you're you're wrong. Yeah. It's cool. So. Or you could be right. You could be. We'll never know. We'll just spoil it here. But yeah. the one thing about this book I hate so much is that this fucking size sucks. The size of the book is stupid. That's the one knock I give it. Yeah, it's the big knock Besides I give Eastman it. not doing everything. I don't even mind that. I, I like the Eastman stuff. I don't like it as much nowadays. Back in the day, it was a lot better stylized. But... Like, I don't mind. I like, wish Eastman just got full control over I this. No, he has full control of the book. Uh, I mean, that's why they said, fuck it, the artist sucks. Not Dude, that that's they why they have but, the artist change. Yeah. I do, uh, by the way, I do like how they have all 35 covers in the back. Oh, they did? Ooh, yeah. Let me see. I put mine. I gave you mine. They have all the uh, all the covers that, that came out. Oh, there's a lot. There is Ooh, a I lot. like the one by Freddie Williams. That's by the nice. way, I like this is a blank exclusive, which is stupid. I just want a blank cover. Like, no. Yo, I like the cartoons of uh, the comics and ponies one by Justin Roiland. Where's that one? <laughs> it's right at the bottom right there. <laughs> it's by Justin Roiland, the guy who voices Rick and Morty. Ugh. That's fucking funny. I'll get that one. But you know me, I'm dumb. Um, I, I like all of these. I got like a lot of them. Man, I wish I had a chance nice. to, uh, to design my own. Obscurity. I would love to design my own cover. Oh my god, there's multiple pages, bro. It's two page. It's two pages of like two and a two and a quarter. Yeah. Anyway, before we now get back to the covers, but no, it's a really cool book. I think the I think the biggest knock is the size because it is bigger than your standard. It's size. prestige format, which means it's thick. Yes. But it's also magazine height, but not magazine width. Width. Well, no, not magazine, like, with, if you yeah. look flat at the book. Yeah. This would be with, but magazine with this way. Yeah. It is magazine height, which is aggravating. Because it will fit in your... Silver bag. It'll fit what? in your storage boxes, too. It fits in a box. Let me see something. I think it's too tall. No, it's too it tall. Barely no, fits. it's too tall. Uh, I mean, it fits in, like, no. your... It's not even, like, like width-wise. It won't even fit in a regular like, bag of board. That's a modern. Yeah. I mean, it might fit in a silver. It won't fit in a silver either. It would have to fit in like a magazine. That's what we did for yeah, the variants. Yeah, recommended too. But um, no, it'll fit in your long box or short box though. Oh, absolutely. Because it's not that tall. Yeah, it's not it's tall. Not tall, tall. It's taller. And it's not too wide. That won't. I think fit it's in only it. like maybe an inch. Quarter. It's not even. It's quarter. Like a half. Yeah, yeah quarter. Uh, more close to half. Like a half an inch taller than a normal book. Yeah. And it's not that much wider. It's like yeah, like, there you go. It's like an inch tall, half an inch taller, and like a quarter. Uh, Wider. Yeah. Longer. That makes sense. Well, I said, it's a good book. I'm definitely giving it, like I said. I'm, oh, it's getting a five for me. Uh, like, five. I, I, Mostly because I was right. I know you are. <laughs> no, if you, like if you listen back, you'll, you'll figure, figure out who it out. is. Because we talked about it on the show when it first got announced in July. So if you go back to that episode, yeah. or way back in the day, yes, then you'll see that I was right. Yes. Unless I called it wrong and I'm just forgetting and then I changed it when I was working here, but I, I called it. No, it's good though. I do like this a lot. Um, <laughs> I actually can't wait for like the next issue. Because there's got to be more than just... 
You know they're going to do an issue where it's a flashback to the battle. And I also want to see, besides how everybody dies, I want to see all the other characters like, where Roxette and Bebop? How did they finally defeat Shredder? Yeah. How, um... How they defeat How Karai. are Casey and April? Yeah. How do they defeat Karai? Yeah. How, um, what's so, Leatherhead doing? Where is Slash still around? Is right. Slash going to help? What other, yeah, what other characters exist in this yeah. universe? Because we know, we know two. Yeah. We know the last Ronin. Yeah. And, and we, we know, know April's around. Yes. We won't say how she's around, but we know she's around. Yes, we know her around. And, and the then we know the there third is a character yeah. that we insinuate as Casey Jones's family. Um, could either be April's kid or not. Right. We it looks know. more like Casey Jones with the hair, but it could right. have died or. Like but we don't know 100. percent That's us guessing at this point. Yeah. Well, Jones, a little long. Yeah, the nose. it's a little. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't just. But she hangs out with Fat Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely want to see where this goes because I want to see more of the the. Because issue one was the ops mission and how it went down. I want more backstory. It's not just... Yeah, this series is more than just like, oh, he's going to go on a mission. The entire series is him getting to... Because you would yeah. think the entire series would be him getting to the city and, then and the winning. final issue would be going up the thing and beating yeah. him. They do it all in one. <laughs> but they did it literally all in one. Like, he's already in the city. Yeah. So the rest of the series isn't just going to be him... It's going to be him... It's like, going to be him recovering. Out recovering right. Yeah. Now, what was cool is that we do get a scene where uh, he's laying in the bed and it's like a flashback and they're all beat up. Yeah. I want to see if that is like... They lost one of the fights, but they're, you know, reveling and they're trying to get stronger, and then they get ambushed inside their house, and that's how they die because they're all, you know, already messed already up. Ma- already fucked up. Yeah, and we'll see. And they're all not wearing their masks, so it's like, you never know who's going to be the last one. Yeah. And we obviously know. Well, we know. You'll they read, tell you. You know when you read it, but, like, maybe the Shredder or whoever killed them didn't know who the last one was, and they're, like, underestimating people. Right, unless they killed Shredder, Karai went after them, they were able to mess up Karai because, uh... Yeah, this isn't this isn't the current timeline where Karai like loves Leonardo or whatever. Yeah. This is like Eastman timeline. Yeah. So like, it's like, like no one likes anybody. But also Oroku makes a line there's a line in it and goes, I thought I killed all you mutants long ago. He thought he did. Yeah, it's over ten years ago. Yeah. So we'll see. There's a lot of questions left to be answered, and I definitely that's what makes this book such a good book. And if the turtles were supposed to be sixteen, at twenty six he looks terrible. Well, he's a war torn. <laughs> I know. And turtles probably And aged. we also don't know. Also, Eastman does a lot of, like... No, we also don't know when the actual last battle was. That's true. Because, like, it wasn't when they first came out. Like, if yeah, it was... It could be on their 25. Right. It could have been later in the timeline where they were able to finally beat Shredder, and yeah. then it went... Because April looks old. Again, Karai also has an adult son. That's true. You know... Unless he's just hyper-aged because... You know, science. Mouse attack. Shredder went to hell and came back or whatever. I know, so, right? You know, whatever happens. That's a thing. So... Yeah, that's our uh, those are our book reviews. Yeah, all fantastic books. Definitely check them out. Other books that came out this week: uh, Stasis for X Men X with Swords, which is part fourteen or eleven. Well, eleven. Eleven. We are literally at the halfway point of the. Uh, uh, three Jokers came out finale. Oh, oh yes, icing on the cake, baby. So good. Uh what else came out? Canto three, uh, Canto two, th- issue three. Heavy issue two was great. Uh, Department of Truth issue two. Oh, uh, <laughs> icing on the cake, dude. <laughs> That's the creepiest cover. It's going to literally give me night terrors. I want the baby cover. I don't like that cover. But it's so much money. I love it. Ugh, so There's a guy hot. eating a baby on one of the covers. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. it's uh. <laughs> Italian kisses for all the books that came out this week. It's a good week. And for a fifth week, this is actually a pretty this good... This is a fifth, fantastic fifth, fifth week. week. And normally they Not suck. a lot of new number ones, but a lot of fantastic stuff. And normally fifth week is like riddled with like annuals. annuals. Like that's and, why Stasis came out, because it's an annual. It's either annual yeah, Widow's Sting, which was like... A one-shot. A one-shot, yeah. We got Last God one-shot. Yeah. And then we got... um. 
uh, graphic novel that came out. Yeah. Uh, Blue and Green, which oh, is so like Power a bunch of Sins of Future, which never hit the shelf. Oh no, we didn't. We totally didn't get it. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> just don't look at our shelves when uh, you hang out with us. All right. <laughs> So we totally we'll, didn't call dibs. No, yeah, right. So we we'll totally will wrap this episode up. What else? Not hiding books in our own files. Nah, you can't see mine from right where I'm sitting. Nah, oh, you, you can't see buy those today. I can't buy those today. Those are all, I bought all the ones I I already bought my stuff. Oh, before? Yeah. I oh. bought when you're on break. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I can't buy those today. Oh, that's fine. I wish I could. I know, right? Because then I could solidify my stakes. But I can't. <laughs> anyway, guys. Because I got that Chip Zdarsky cover. Mwah. I got yours. oh, Sex Criminal '69 came out. I ordered that one. I know. But, um, oh, my God, it's so good. I can't wait to show Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these two naked That's going to be us, dude. When we write books together, <laughs> we're going to have nude covers like for, uh, are for you Dry Spell. Me or are you going to cuddle me or am I cuddling you? We can cuddle someone in the middle. We can cuddle our artist. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Dry Spell nude cover. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We have to do it for the last taste, issue just as a nod to these guys. A, taste, a tastefully done. Tastefully, tastefully, tastefully. tastefully nude. We'll do the, um, like, no, the, no I sex. think Burt Kreischer did a nude pick once where it was, like, tasteful. I want to do one of those. <laughs> My life's a hurricane, <laughs> and I am the eye of it. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I know, excuse Hunter's weird rambles. And we can head o- you guys can head over to our website, androidscomics.com, and check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on androids underscore comics on Instagram, the podcast Instagram, Android's Amazing Podcast, and Twitter at Androids Comics for up-to-date news, where it's normally me retweeting some cool stuff I see. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, please, guys, leave a review, and share with a friend. And as always, you gotta support your local comic shop and have a good day. Bye-bye. My wife. Ugh, don't <laughs> now. Borat, uh, film two, subsequent movie film, is out on Amazon Prime. Go check it out. It's just okay. Oh, <laughs> Bye. I can't. <laughs>